0: This
1: is Malachi Black, and you're watching Pro Wrestling for Life. Welcome to another exciting episode of Pro Wrestling for Life, everyone. You know me, it's the X to the P to the A to the C. <laughs> That's how Road Dog used to announce me yes, when, we were no. tag, when we were tag team. Somebody. I
2: was so caught off guard by that. I was immediately taking back <laughs> like 20 years when you said that. Um, yeah, I'm Nick Housman. I, I have no cool way. Road Dogs never introduced me. One time he punched me in the face at an indie show, but it was all for fun. Um, so, yeah, Sean, we got a big show. You say exciting show, man. Uh, we obviously uh, had big numbers last week. The most traffic show we've had in quite some time with Nick Gage and Matt Cardona last week. Wanted to follow up big. Uh, Want to send a huge thank you to our guests this week malachi black hot off of this a uh, dominant victory over cody rhodes uh last week on AEW, really exciting time for him uh and cody right now and just really looking forward i mean this is a nearly hour-long conversation we got to have and you two have some history together sean i mean uh we call him tommy in this interview you know he's tom because you guys are so familiar
1: okay yeah that's just i think a lot of people call him tom I Tommy. don't know. I don't Matic.
2: know. Malachi to me, Mister Black. Yeah.
1: Look, hey, just it was really nice, nice, nice of him to give us an hour of his time. And, uh, yeah. So yeah, very grateful. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I hope everyone enjoys it.
2: Yeah, for sure. And at the end of the show, uh, we're going to come back. We got our latest game show. Uh, it's going to feature returning contestant Brian Mulaney going heads up against Sean and a game that I've created that is based off of the. Uh, recent wave of nxt uh releases that we've seen here we can talk about that here in just a second um before we get to all the news today i do want to do a personal plug here this friday the debut of AEW rampage which malachi black very well may be a part of if you're in chicago come out to replay lincoln park we got a free party we're gonna give away a bunch of AEW swag it's part AEW supporting it we want to thank AEW for supporting me and the show and everything like that so uh if you are in chicago area friday night come on out to replay lincoln park all right hey sean um, we got, uh, uh, it was a huge week of news. These 13 releases, like I just said, from NXT, uh, there were all these changes that are being rumored, but before we get to any of that, man, you had a, uh, you had a little trip this past weekend. You got to go out and, uh, attend a GCW, uh, show, uh, this past Saturday. What was that like? Yeah, you- it was this
1: huge trip. It was 20 minutes down the road in an Uber. <laughs> it was great. The Ukrainian cultural center on Melrose. <clears throat> Beautiful beautiful old venue. And <clears throat> they crammed about a thousand people in there, Nick. And when I say crammed, I mean crammed. And I mean, because people were standing up uh, all the way out damn near uh, out, out the front entrance. And uh, I know I saw people, I had, a, I had a, a, an appearance the next day at a place called Jimmy's world. It's pretty famous here in East LA for, you know, it's a wrestling store. And, um, some of the people that came said, yeah, they wanted to go to game changer wrestling and it was sold out and they couldn't get tickets. So, um, yeah, man. And, and, and just, you know, real, uh, real hungry, young crew, like not like some of some of the guys aren't as young, like grim reefer was there who fucking killed it by the way in a scramble match. Um, and, uh, you know Nick Gage a Dark Phoenix on top in a death match um and just some some great stuff throughout the card Yeah for sure how was it you just know. you being
2: in a locker room man it's been it's got to be a while that you've been in a locker room and got to you know talk to young talent and, and be around it like that
1: Oh it was fine That's yeah. great you know I, I just you know I like to um I like to be around the younger talent feed off of some of their young energy <laughs> Sure Yeah I get yeah. that How was it uh, getting- I'm sorry, go ahead. And just, you know, if I have, and I have, to, like, I have, so I have a, a, just a small critique. I mean, it's kind of a big deal, but, like, it's, it's all done with, with good intentions and trying to work your ass off and just have the best match possible. But, like, um, you know, by the time the guy that sold the tickets, I mean, I don't want to put it all on Nick Gage, but he's the top guy there. Sure. He should, like, if you're on the first match, you shouldn't be going out there and doing every fucking move you know. And they all got pops. all But, like, there's only so much energy a crowd has. Okay. You know, there's not yeah. an infinite amount of fucking energy they have to keep popping all night. And right. keep fucking giving their all all night. Save some for the motherfuckers that are selling the tickets at the end of the show. Because I promise you, like, that first or second match, dude, Super, super brain, but you know that move Al Snow was talking about. The- yeah, yeah. In an interview, super Andrew. brain buster, or freaking like all in other like crazy moves. and still like kick out on two, and like the place is going nuts. So when you're in the middle of a match like that, you think, okay, yeah, I'm doing great, but like, dude, it's it's really selfish, Nick, and and I know it's not trying to be selfish, but like if I put it in 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 this kind of an example, like okay if they put catering out for everyone on the show, all right, and there's plenty, like, like it looks like there's plenty out there. Sure, a lot So of fuck it, right? So the guy in the first match goes, he just takes everything he fucking wants and just more and more, you know? And then by the time fucking, you know, intermission comes around uh, or or whenever, like, say the guy, the main event guy comes and tries to get something from catering, it's all fucking gone or there's hardly anything to choose from. You know, like, and it's not a perfect example, but like, no, that's a really good, I think that's a great metaphor. You know? like Yeah.
2: Yeah. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. You can't like, it's, it, I understand going out there and wanting to do the best you can, but you have to like, cause okay. Here's what I'm getting at. You could take that guy that did that shit in the first, those guys that did that first or second match. Can't remember which one it was. Okay. And they got, all them pops earlier. I mean, the fucking crowd was so fresh, Nick. Yeah. And I understand, man. It's like a drug. When you feel it, you want more, and you, so you just keep doing it, keep getting it, getting it. Um, but if you took them and put them on after that death match, see how many fucking uh, of those same pops they get. The place would be fucking dead for them. Right. They'd be doing all that shit to a fucking. If, if half the people might even leave you know all i'm saying is just try to look at the big picture and and man if you're on first or second leave something for the people that come on after you um but other than that fucking awesome crew great uh great show everybody loved it
2: how was it getting in the booth you got to call a little deathmatch action there didn't you that's fine yeah.
1: It was fine, no pressure. Like I just showed up, did, you know. I called it the, the, the big. there's a big upset. Chris Dickinson puts a, put this uh, chart. War Warhorse War Charlie or mm-hmm. Charlie Boy hit. I can't. Starboard Charlie. Starboard Charlie. Yeah, and the guy worked for it. Like they, like they were telling me, like yeah, it's gonna be kind of one, two, three, kiddish, but like it wasn't. Like he actually worked his ass up, and it was a rematch. Right. Like, one, two, three, kid. Razor slipped on a fucking banana peel, but mm-hmm. I hit him with a moonsault. Right, caught him out of nowhere. So, but anyways, it was cool to call that match, and and and, you know, call that moment. It was a nice, really nice moment for everyone, especially for that kid, right? Like, uh, Dickinson did a nice job, you know, putting him over and respectful at the end and everything. And uh, um, man, it was crazy seeing Nick Gage like after the show. Yeah, fucking cut up. Like, I mean, his head just got a million fucking cuts all over it, and I'm like. I'm thinking to myself. I'm, I'm I'm imagining like the people at the airport that work at the airport when they see this this guy fucking coming through, you know, security or like checking in for the flight or getting on the plane, right? And fucking all the cuts everywhere. Yeah, so, and I can't. You, also, um, on a personal note, and Nick Gage, man, it was it was really cool to see him. And the guy, like, you can try to judge somebody, like. Book by the cover or however you want to put that but man you won't me a, a more respectful good-hearted person like in the business i promise you
2: yeah and he's got an aura about him yeah. you know like you when you go over and you met you, you you shake his hand or you sit down to nick like you yeah. really you feel it you feel the yeah. energy around him and yeah. you don't feel that with a lot of people
1: yeah so and and like i'm not like a huge death match fan by any means like i talked about yeah. you know i've dabbled a little bit or whatever uh, but I'm a big Nick Gage fan. Like, I don't think you have to be a huge Deathmatch fan to be a big Nick Gage fan.
2: Yeah. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I agree with that. Yeah.
1: Um. Well,
2: Uh. real quickly, just to get your take before we jump to Malachi black man, this NXT story, right? Like a yeah. lot of, t- I mean, Bronson Reed gone, Bobby fish, Mercedes Martinez, a lot of, lot of great talent. that like, go all at the same time here. Talk that maybe NXT could be looking to like rebrand itself or change. Like, what's your reaction to releases and what do you think are the strengths and the the weaknesses you would focus on with NXT kind of going forward?
1: I don't know, Nick. Yeah. I mean, I understand you wanted to ask me the question, but man, I got nothing. That's fine. Um, You know, uh, yeah, man. I just assume keep my thoughts to myself on this. And I know like that sucks uh, for the people listening, but like, there's just certain fucking things I need to keep to myself. Because perfect. I have relationships with, <laughs> yes. you know, comp promotions. Yeah. All <laughs> so right. We'll cut, we'll I'm cut. sorry. Like, like, I, you know, but, I, yeah, I wish I, like, really wish I could fucking share how I feel about this right now. <laughs> okay. Read between the lines. This episode of Pro Wrestling for Life is brought to you by Roman. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three putt with the per... The, 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 the tournament on the line Jeez. so if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes that's perfectly okay nick but if it's bothering you there are options go to get slash xbox now
2: yeah and with roman you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ed all from the comfort and privacy of your home a u.s licensed healthcare professional is going to work with you to find the best treatment plan and if medication is appropriate it ships to you for free with two-day shipping.
1: Somehow I have a feeling that medication is almost always appropriate. Yeah. But anyways, the whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it.
2: Yes, go to GetRoman.com slash x now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there uh, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash Get started now. Save $15 off your first month of treatment. That's right.
1: And thank you so much, Roman, for sponsoring this podcast. This episode of Pro Wrestling for Life is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, Nick? Uh, you know, every week it's a roller
2: coaster, Sean. You never know what's going to get thrown at you and drag you down into the mud. You know what I mean, man?
1: Yep. Better yeah. help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, which I know you've done.
2: I have. I talked to Linda every Wednesday. She's fantastic. I uh, when I signed up I was communicating with her uh, in under 48 hours. I was getting right to it, man.
1: Nice. And you can start communicating in under 48. Oh, you already just said that. Right. <laughs> okay. It's not a crisis line, Nick. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Yeah. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, Nick.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. This is available worldwide then to clients. And so you can log in anytime. You can send a message to your counselor. That's what I do with Linda. If she's running late or we need to reschedule, we communicate. It's wonderful. Uh, you get a timely, thoughtful response. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. I'm personally doing phone sessions right now. It's just a little easier for me. Uh, and so you won't ever have to sit down and be in an uncomfortable uncomfortable waiting room or sit there on that couch looking at this stranger you've never met before and wondering, how do I get out of this room? You know?
0: Right, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available.
2: Yeah, yeah. And BetterHelp wants you, us, everyone to start living a happier life today. So if you go over to their website, you can find all these wonderful testimonials. And if you go to betterhelp.com slash PW number 4L, that's BetterHELP slash PW number 4L, you're gonna get 10% off your first month Uh, at BetterHelp, which is a really great deal, Sean.
1: Yeah, it is, man. And, uh, yeah, again, that's BetterHelp.com slash PW4L. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Joining us right now is Tommy N. A.K.A. Malachi Black. What's up, man? Hey Tommy! Hello,
0: hello. How are you guys doing?
1: Great, man. And um, obviously, you're doing great as well. Yeah, no
2: kidding.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, so, man. Hell of a hell of a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, so like you know, uh, when I was doing my old show, you were a guest on there, and we kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of want to rehash a bunch of shit, sure. but like just real quick for those that don't know, like I met Tommy. Tommy, it was it a Preston City Wrestling in, in, in the UK. Was one of it those, was right?
0: Was Southside wrestling?
1: Oh, Southside for Ben. Southside yeah. yeah,
0: for Ben. Yeah. Many, many moons ago. Yeah,
1: great. Yeah, man. And um, you know, and I was like, We've been on some stuff together, and Ben and stuff together, and like, a, man, I I'm, immediately felt the connection with you. Mm-hmm. I think you know for a maybe. lot of obvious reasons, and maybe some that some people might not have guessed. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, yeah. yeah so like um man, i kn- i knew you know that eventually you were going to end up like in WWE Tommy. like mm-hmm. i think i think i even told you like triple h yeah. is gonna love you man when he sees yeah. you
0: yeah. yeah no you did you did and that was uh i want to say about a year before i got picked up as when, yeah. when when we met and when you when you told me that there's a very, a very funny story about the night that you and I met, because um, you're a man of details in many, many, many ways. And one of the things I have this really tiny square and compass tattoo right here, which is uh, has, has multiple meanings. And one of them is my grandfather for certain reasons. And um, you didn't even look directly at me, you were kind of like like half of your phone and you kind of glanced up and you said like oh I really dig that tattoo you have on the hand of a square and compass. and I was like oh, I just see that he's like oh yeah, i right. it up yeah you you like you just glanced at like some you picked it up and that was in the, within the first five minutes of you and me ever meeting that was crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah dude I really knew crazy. I knew man like I just felt it before I even really got to know you a little bit more man I yeah. just oh I'm this
0: fucking guy <laughs> you know yeah and, we both um, have a... a a a bit of a
1: yeah
0: i was into symbology like i
1: i I got really into symbology for a long time symbols are symbols are very very powerful
0: yep agreed and that's that's what's exactly the conversation that uh, sparked from that little uh little uh little
1: uh comment that you made yeah so 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 tommy tommy like so you know after i after we met and all you know we run these shows over in uk like man I started seeing you everywhere, PWG, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, everything, man. And I just yeah. knew it was only a matter of time. So.
0: Yeah, it was, um, it's about 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 r- around that same time. So those, like, let's say the, the period of, like, 2010 to 2014 were very fruitful for me. Uh, the independent scene, I went all over, like, over Japan, North America. Uh, I was already a pretty established name in Europe, but at that yeah. time, uh, I started going much more to the United Kingdom. Um, that became like my second base of operations alongside Germany, where I've, at that point already was like competing for the last eight, nine years. And, um, when I did the, the tour, the, one of the first ones, the tours that I did in the United States, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I wrestled, uh, one of my trainers, Chris Hero on a PWG show. And yeah. it was that match that made people go, who is this dude? And, uh, I think... You know striking is nothing new i didn't invent striking you're you're a big martial artist you were a big striker you were a big influence on so many of us including myself but you know the the trick is to find something to do it in your way and i think that at that time i was you know i defined my style pretty much and even though like now if i look back at my style you know it's it's evolved even more but i think back then it was different enough for people to go oh that's interesting. And I think that's kind of what caught a lot of people's uh, attention and uh, it kind of sparked for man, like, I think six months from that, I got an email from, uh, oh boy, I think it was Chris Hero that texted me as well saying, hey, Regal wants to talk to you. And it kind of like went from there and I had a conversation with Canyon, and they flew me into Manchester um i was already pretty much signed but they just wanted me to just hang around the ring for a little bit so, yeah they wanted to see yeah. how i worked with other people and like how well i could take direction and stuff and yeah. um at the time i was still like my, my my type of training i did about like three four sessions of like kickboxing a week i was training a competition style not because i was running competition but i was like that competition style training yeah. because it's good for my cardio and uh funny enough um I was like, I was pretty intimidated by the idea of having to run one of these tryouts Cause you hear all these like stories, right. About like how tough it is. And believe me, they are times because I was, because I was in such, you know, cardiovascular good shape. Um, I ran it pretty well. I remember having a lot of fun with like specifically Norman Smiley during the drills and stuff like yeah. that. And it was tough, but I definitely was glad that I always chose to kind of maintain that high level of training, uh, spe- specifically back then because it was really, uh, It was really well uh, utilized that uh, those two days.
1: Hey, man, speaking of your training and not to jump around Mm -hmm. here, but, you know, that's that's how I am. Uh, Mm -hmm. Your YouTube channel, man, like the the training videos you put. I love those.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we did that with a little bit uh, for for a while with
0: um, with my wife, obviously, like I'm a big fan of just trying stuff out. Yeah, and I always got a lot of questions in regards to not just my training, but like a lot of stuff in in regards to my style and how I would break stuff down. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me break stuff down as to where I got certain techniques from and how I yeah. implement them within the realm of professional wrestling. And that was a video that was always pretty well received. And we did a, we did a, we did a couple of those, and it was a couple of training ones. And
1: um I learned some shit from that, Tommy. Like <laughs>
0: seriously, man. <laughs> I, I,
1: yeah. So I appreciate it.
0: You know, I, I still do this day every time, like, you know, we train. I try to, like, break down any technique that I can find that I think would be useful for, you know, me as as, 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 as Malachi Black or Tommy Anders like the wrestler that I can break down and use uh, to implement uh, within, again, within the realms of professional wrestling. And especially the last eight, nine months that I've sit on the shelf um, until last night. Um, I've, I've been doing a lot of like researching, a lot of like, yeah. you know, training with that stuff. So I, I've got some fun stuff coming up. got a lot and, of fun
1: stuff coming up. And, and, and just to see the transformation in, in your body and your conditioning from the mm-hmm. time you arrived. So, you know, till yeah. now, you yeah. know, and yeah it's, well, it's really fucking cool to see, man.
0: Thank you. I, um, and a lot, a lot of people notice, but like when I, when I first started in NXT, um, I started losing a lot of weight. And they found out that, like, internally, there was a few things wrong with my processes. And uh, luckily, the, 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 the medical staff over there is very capable. And they directed me in the right ways. But it took a year and a half, like, to figure out what was wrong with me. And they started, like, uh, putting me on some medication and stuff. And finally figured it out so that my body could, like, function optimally. Because, you know, at the time, you know, 14 years at the time of doing this, planes in, planes out cars uh beating your body up going to the gym not getting enough sleep yeah that wreaks havoc on your system so you know it was and and i neglected a lot of it so it was time for some well needed like therapy and like you know changing some of the medication here and there and really optimizing myself so i could kind of go back forward into like uh training and forward into like uh feeling like i was a professional athlete you know and um and again, you know, last eight months uh, when I got when I got um, pulled off TV uh, at WWE, I kind of went, you know what? I want to change a few things because I was pretty depressed at the time because everything just kind of did not go the way that I was promised it would go. Um, and that oh, was so frustrating
1: times. to watch, man. I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, so <laughs> no, no, you're
0: fine. Watch. And and the thing is, like, I I really started like like not caring again. I went to the point where I just didn't really care. So like I let myself go because I was depressed. And um I remember very vividly going like, all right, come on, get out of it. Stop it. Yeah. And I just immediately uh, you know, Pepper Parks, I contacted sure. Pepper. He's a great guy. I said, like, who's your who's your nutritionist? Who's your, you know, and I signed up with uh with him and uh uh yeah I signed up with Joshua and the, the rest is kind of history and like that's been like you know, the biggest change. And like you've talked about it too, like consistency is everything. And that was literally because now I have someone who holds me accountable, which is really, really, really good. And um, like I've always enjoyed the process of training. I've never not liked training. I've never been the biggest weight trainer in the world, but I do like powerlifting and stuff because, you know, it makes me train towards a goal. Um, And I will say the last eight months that has changed a little bit, but swayed a little bit more towards bodybuilding and stuff. Um, It will never be fully my thing because I'm just much more of a i i need i need a a focused goal that i can like see and i need to be able to lift the 10 extra pounds in the deadlift or i can be able to you know uh, push a little bit more weight on the bench press i I like that kind of stuff because it feels like i'm actively doing something with goals but you know changing up a little bit and um yeah i think that right now we're, uh, we're we're doing pretty good like i i feel good um i lost a lot of like um Unwanted like body fat because I was 217 when I got off TV and I was not a good 217. It was a very yeah. miserable 217. Yeah. I got all the way back to 191. And then I started building back up, and I'm about I'm about 210 now again, but mm-hmm. a very different 210 than I was when I was to uh, 217, or even when I was 210. It's a very different 210. No, um, yeah, you're,
1: you're carrying it well right now, Tommy.
0: Yeah, so I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, so that, you know, it, it's 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 just interesting to see what your body does when handled correctly. Yeah. and uh, you know, I, I definitely feel that that's what we're what we're doing currently.
1: Hey, Tommy. Um... You know, I mean, besides like the conditioning, everything Mm -hmm. like else, and like all the resources, man, that you had available, you know, NXT and everything. Yeah. Um man, watching your watching the progression of your like like just how fucking great you've gotten in the ring, man. Like you you were real like when when I met you, it was just like a diamond in the rough, right? Sure. I, I I know what you're saying. I know very what you're saying. Polished. I need, I need, so polished now and shiny. <laughs> yep.
0: I needed I needed a lot of guidance. And the funny thing is, like once like I started training a lot with Terry Taylor, he's one of those mm-hmm. dudes that like you know really kind of like like sh- sh- you know he was like shaving off a bunch of the 017 yes. one stupid thing is, right? And this and I told him this as well. I said, like everything you're telling me makes complete sense to me. And it's stuff where you're like, you know this, but just because of years of bad habit, years of like neglect of like yes. What you were doing on the independence and stuff like that just kind of forgetting what your essential you know what your basics were and like um oh like like you said you've all you you always had something about you that made people intrigued with with it is that you did with your style but then for when i started training with terry like everything everything got put back into the right position so now i had the experience and now i could use what i uh, you know what, what terry gave me and basically like directed in the proper uh in the proper places and uh yeah you know started moving from then and it's also yeah. one of the things where like you know the first two matches that I had at NXT on pay-per-view wise were very like uh handled and controlled. And then the third one against Dream was one of those ones where I was like, all right guys, please let me do this. Yeah. Give me give me this. Let me I, I I know what I'm doing. Let me do this, and after that, they were like, "Okay, cool. No, you you go right ahead." And you know that was one of the first times they actually gave me like control to do, you know, um, a match with yeah. you know some 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 like, you know storytelling elements and stuff like that. And like we wanted to work with um, with stuff, but you know we we wanted we wanted to really like tell t- tell a good story, and um, you know the rest is kind of history because from there on out, they you know kept basically letting me do my own thing.
1: Yeah man and they produced the hell out of you like man, the entrance I just mm-hmm. like everything yeah, I, I mean it was it's about I mean obviously like nothing's perfect but it, like to no. me it was it was pretty close man as far as like my image of what like what's sure. like, cool for somebody like you Yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: absolutely It was um you know, it was a good collaboration between myself and Hunter. Hunter always let me do me. And he was always very adamant and like, hey, what do you want to do? What do you think? What do you feel? How do you see this? And, you know, uh, and then getting his input and always having that like feedback exchange, you know, being able to like getting getting his perspective on things, which always helped because. Man, if there's one thing that this business is, it's a lot of feedback. It's a lot of listening to other people. It's a lot of getting insights, and that insight will either help you decide what you want to do or what you don't yeah. want to do. Yeah. And that was very valuable. And not just Hunter, you know, it was like Sean, it was, it was like it was Coach Terry Blue Taylor, like Terry you Taylor. You know what I mean? And all of them brought something like Robbie Brookside and Norman Smiley. You know, they yeah. all had so much value to bring uh, to what I did, and like we're eager to help. So you've got all these great perspectives and that really helped like sharpen my mind to, um <clears throat> to, you know, to even, even now, you know, like I spoke to Terry last night and um I said to him, I said, like, it's funny because every time I'm still doing stuff, I can still hear you talk to me. Uh-huh. You know, like every time, like, you know, we're, we're, we're creating something, I can hear Terry talk, you know, I go, don't do this, do it that way. You know, remember, you know what I mean? It, 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 it's funny that like that, and that will, that will, stay with me for the remainder of my, uh, of my career. It's just, uh, it's so, it's, it's so, like, like, it's so in my head, you in, in a very good way.
1: I think I told you like, in you know, talking about Terry before, like how much he meant to me in my, yeah. like, when I first came in, you yeah. know, um, before, you know, there was ter- like the developmental, like your developmental was just being in the first match on the house shows, yeah you know, coming mm-hmm. in. So man, Terry Taylor, I, I mean, I, 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 credit him with so like much of my success as yeah. far as like, Agreed. like exactly. I thought I knew, man, like, I got that. I knew what I was doing until I yeah, got that. Until
0: you talk to him until yeah. like, and he'll tell you things. You just go.
1: And it's amazing why not, why how he explains everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The way he can, the way he can lay things out for you to understand. It's just incredible. Yeah. He uh,
0: dissects it and he feeds it to you in small portions enough for you to understand. Like, like I said, of like like you're saying, you think you know, and then you hear Terry talk, you're like, I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. It's 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 crazy how um, surgical he gets when it comes to dissecting things and feeding it to you. And it's 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 exactly what you know because I carry that now. Like I said, I still carry that with me now.
1: Yeah, I Mike go down there to coach Tommy, <clears throat> and I end up sitting in on the on the on the skull session with Terry. And I'm fucking still learning shit from him. Mm, Agree. Yeah. So I, I years later.
0: sorry,
1: I,
2: I, I, have, I have a question for, for a second. I hate sure to you have a lot of them. I do.
1: No, please do talk. I, I hate you're to, also I,
0: part of this podcast. I, <laughs> I, I hate.
2: I hate, to, I hate to interrupt. I can tell you guys are oh, enjoying this so much. But like with this greater relationship, as it sounds like you had with Hunter and, and working in NXT, you know, we just saw Samoa Joe like leave WWE, but then resign with NXT. Was there ever sure. any like thought for you of maybe? Going and just working with Hunter down in NXT. I don't know how that, that kind of works at the moment.
0: So obviously that's not up for me to decide. Um, but I, th- yeah, the sentiment was there. Um, I think that the um, clarification didn't come in. And I think that it was more a, we wanted to, but we couldn't. And when we could, I already made up my mind. Yep. Okay. And like, you know, like, like for me, like, it's also like that part of that, that part of me personally, you know, doesn't have to be addressed anymore because it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it it is what it is. And uh, as I said, in many, many interviews, like I look fondly back at my time in WWE, um, but I'm currently really, really enjoying being in AEW. It's uh, it's a world of, world of difference.
1: And WWE is always going to be there. It, trust me, it's sure, always yeah. going to be there. And
0: Absolutely, It yeah, might yeah. he
1: might be uh, go back there and, and leave again a couple of times before it's all said and done. Maybe oh, no. I, I don't. I don't it's honestly. I,
0: I don't see myself doing that. I um, sometimes like you know, and like, and you know this about me. I'm not very. I'm not a very spiritual person. I don't really have. I don't have religion to that extent. But sometimes I do feel that things are meant to be in a certain way. If that sounds, sure. you know, I mean, you know, that might sound a bit spiritual, but it just feels that my position. Feels, physical. Yeah, it feels that my position within this company now. It feels right. It feels correct. And it feels like this is what it should have been all along. Yeah. And <clears throat> like i said like it it just it just it just feels right and uh i i feel very content um where i am i feel um i feel this is a better fit for me if that makes sense oh it uh, totally
1: is yeah
0: and there's no shade towards wb at all like again like uh, i'm very thankful I'm, i'm i'm very happy that everything happened the way it did um but you know sure i have my criticism and I think everyone's allowed to, I'm sure they have the criticism of me. That's, and that's fine. You know, but that's, that's, that's what this is. It's a professional, uh, professional environments where it's a two way street. You know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah. The two way street would, the the oncoming lanes usually uh, shut down for construction. (laughs) So
2: so wait, so yeah, let's talk about something you haven't talked about. I know in another podcast, which is, what happened last night? Because we're the first podcast since it happened, so
0: like we're not even twenty four hours removed at this point.
2: No, we are not. So talk to me, like, or talk to us, like how how does this feel? I mean, what a statement piece last night was for you, Malachi or Tom. Yeah,
0: it's um, you know, I I, I told Tony, uh, I said, look, I've got this idea. This is how I view it. What do you think? Tony was like, I love it. I love everything about it. Um, he was confident enough to give me a shot at it. Um, I owe clearly owe a lot to Cody, and um, Cody and me think very much alike uh, in in a lot of things, which was uh, very pleasant. And um, I laid I laid out what I wanted to do, and they both really thought, you know, this yeah, this is cool, and it worked. You know, so, and, so uh, like
1: the vision in your head did it play out like yep. you know exactly exactly wow that's really with, hard with
0: to do. with with obviously you know with with their respective uh feedback into it because at mm-hmm. the end of the day obviously i still work for someone else and i still have to like you know i have to get their opinion i have to get their clearance and uh luckily i got clearance and everything that me and him did played out exactly the way i envisioned it in my head and the payoff was you know, it, it worked and it was crazy fun. I remember like when the bell rang and the fans said what they did. I was like, I'm not moving. I'm just standing. We don't need to move. We can just stay here. And it was a good moment, not just for like wrestling. It was a good moment for my career. And it was a good validation as to, you know, um, understanding what it is that you do
1: and making yeah. it work. Amen, man, and we need some validation every now and then, Sure. you know, and, um, man, it doesn't it feel great when you have this vision and like everything in the crowd reacts, how you, how you're expecting them to react. Yeah, man, yeah. man that's a good,
0: good payoff. I, um, yeah. I remember I, I came home about two in the morning. Cause it's, 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 I wouldn't say it's local, but it's semi-local. A for couple, yeah. A couple hour drive. Um, and uh and and my wife was obviously dead asleep she was super tired and i was just sitting on the couch like being all hyper and like being all excited and uh, like adrenaline was like still going so i got about four hours of sleep in um and i just woke up again i was still like feeling good and still excited and um yeah it's been kind of like riding that and um yeah man it's been it's been a good um I want to say 18 hours so far, 20 hours, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. So it's, it's, it's just good. The feedback's great. Um, being able to work with like a band like Amon Ra was really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, like seeing, seeing a lot of like these magazines, pick it up, seeing like Loudwire picking it up and doing, writing articles about it. And like, yeah. and, th- and that's the goal, you know, the goal is to kind of make it, make it, make it, make it globally and make it, make it, yeah. it, you know, make it explode. And um, it's good to see so much, so much of it it is being picked up and the response being so, so positive. And, you know, that to me is, is, is what it's about. It's, it's that like, you know, I want fans to enjoy it and I want fans to be excited and I want fans to have something that they can look back at. And it's like, I, I was either part of that, or I saw, I saw the beginning of that, or, you know, I, I felt that. And I think, you know, cause so much of what we do, I mean, I'd say 99% of what we do is, is based on emotions of, you know, what our audiences pick up and what the audience give back at us. It was just such, I got so much back last night, and that was great. That was that was the biggest reward for me, absolutely. Nice.
2: So, so real quick, like at, at, at the end of the match, and and, mm-hmm. and after the show had gone off the air, Cody's like taking off his boots and mm-hmm. leaving them in the ring. Uh, what what are fans taking this? Is like, did you end Cody Rhodes' career? Like, what what's?
0: Stick around and see. I don't know.
2: Okay, I'm just curious. A lot of people wondering what the boots and yeah.
0: the big thing mean right now. You know? Well the beauty, the beauty of wrestling is that eventually stuff pays off. So Yeah, but we wanna
2: know now, Tommy.
1: Yeah,
0: so, so, I, I,
2: I have to ask these questions, right? Like, um so like so yeah, so what's what what do you well for, actually real quick before we go like what else did AEW? I want to talk about this look, man. The mask, mm-hmm. the entrance. Can you talk sure. to us a little bit about the inspirations behind the um, new
0: so I, um, I have this, I hit this, like, I, I love, I have, I have a weird fascination with, with cults. I have a fascination with the occult and I like a lot of things like nature driven. And so it kind of like stuck all those things together. And, you know, obviously the mask has like antlers and stuff like that. And it was same with my gear you know, I was kind of envisioning like, well, why, why would he wear like, why would he wear shorts versus trunks? And I was like, well, if he's like coming from this, <clears throat> excuse me, is this call driven persona and he's been trained in these, these 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 disciplines, then he would wear something that would reflect those disciplines. Hands to short, you know, um, I like I like I like obviously like, you know, my my musical preferences come back a lot in the outfits that I wear and i felt that i wanted to create an outfit that was within the wheelhouse of what fans have seen me do before and wasn't a departure from it but more an, a, a layer on top of it so yeah. you know the mask was almost ritualistic and the way that we did you know the the, the entrance I, w- I wanted to create an entrance very minimalistic versus like you know what i did in wb was very global scale and like very big but still ritualistic here I wanted. I, I told, look, I've got this idea for three lights. I just want to use three lights. That's it. Only three lights and camera angles. That's all I want to use. And I explained the idea to to the camera crew. By the way, shout out to the AW camera crew. These dudes are amazing. And. Um, you know we 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 practice all the cuts we practice all the the zooms and all the stuff and i said look I'll, I'll walk down here this is what's going to look like from the tunnel it looks like i'll like i'll, I'll rise out of like nothingness So someone like i appear from thin air with the way i position myself and you saw it in the tunnel where i kind of like popped up you just yeah. saw the silhouette um i use a lot of movie references stuff like that as well i'm a big fan of like these 70s cult movies so i'll use stuff from there and just kind of mesh all this stuff together and make something relatable, but also make something going like I'm fascinated by it. I don't exactly know what it is yet, but I want to look at it. And, you know, I, I, I think I'm always pretty decent at like creating an intrigue. And I feel that what I did was a very intriguing entrance, very different. And what I liked about it is that it's so simplistic. There was no bells and whistles. There was no crazy pyros and stuff yeah. like that. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I just felt that it didn't fit this character. I, I felt that like a big expose wouldn't have, wouldn't have looked good for this for this character. Like everything's very noir, very dark, very yeah. very, very, very gritty. Which obviously a lot of the things you know that I did uh, have done are. But you know, the prior one had a lot of red and candles, and I wanted to completely get rid of all the colors. I just wanted it to be like, like I said, very noir, very dark, and and, and minimal because the character is pretty minimal uh, in terms of uh, in terms of like, again, the presentation. It's 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 simple yet effective because it's a strong look. And yes, this is the same look in terms of like the suit and everything that I used prior. But this is also the reason why I got signed. For wb in the first place i did this on the independence this was what i've always done and this is what people this this is how the they got me signed to wb so i didn't want to departure from that part because that's what i've been building this you know this ip on and i was just going like how can i tie all this stuff together with stuff that i did prior wb in wb so that i can like still pull every every basically do a big scoop and pull as many people with me as i can in terms of like my fan base yeah and, and present something to a new audience that might not be completely aware of what I do about it for them immediately go, whoa, okay, this is different. So yeah. that's kind of what?
2: Can, can I ask real quick about the look as well? One of my favorite things about your look, and this kind of bled into like the last part of your WWE run, was the fact sure. that you embraced that Seth Rollins like actually ripped your eyeball out. Like that's even a part of kind of, new look was that
0: something you wanted to is like because it was so yeah it's not it's so it's not the same so you know if if you see that little video that i put up on instagram which is kind of like a little bit of a tie-in it is more that this character malachi like comes through halfway through my face so it's not how do i explain so It, it is the eye but it's not a damaged eye it's a possessed eye and that's why it's white oh, yeah. and you know what I mean so yeah. and, and, and and I want it, but I want like I, I, I do want it because I, I, I love the aesthetic of that I thought it was a cool aesthetic even when I did it prior and I was looking for a ways it's like okay but how can I keep this without what's what I'm looking for I, I, I wanted I wanted a different 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 angle into the same thing. But Got not, it. you know, because I, I, I like I, like to me that felt lazy. So I, I, I wanted to create something where I can where I could still have that aesthetic, but build on the aesthetic, you know, with with, okay. with, with the way I, I put, the, you know, the black and all that stuff. And initially it was obviously it was a bruise. And now it's more shaped towards like yeah. this, like, you know, it accentuates my cheekbone and stuff like that, because I wanted to always be almost that part is that that's the part that's that's Malachi that this, the, you know, that part is that's Malachi black.
1: So and someone else is in there looking, someone else is in there looking out through that eye? Insinuation.
0: Yes. Nice. That, that, oh. that that was the thought process. And again, you know, and I, I know like a lot of this sounds very theatrical, but I like theatrical. I think it's a I big part it. of what we do. Um, it's always been a big part of what we we do. I, and I feel like, and I said this I said this on, on Jericho's podcast too, like for me, and like, you know, it doesn't have to be your cup of tea. That's fine. Like, you know, oh, we're in a world with 7 billion people. Everybody likes something different, right? Um, for me, Wrestling, to me, wrestling can be more than just you versus me. You know, like even if we look, if, if we go back, we look at Kane, we look at Taker, we look at all these like you know massive like entities, these presence, like these people that had such a presence, even with Bray. You know, yeah. um hell, even with Mordecai back in the day, I thought that you yeah. know, the the presence of what what Kevin did, even when he when he was when he had the vampire game, even with Gangrel, uh, you know, like it was, it was. I liked the theatrics. I've always liked the theatrics, and even like back. Um, back music wise you know like if you look at a band like Cradle of Filth with like how they present themselves you look at Watain. um just the stage present, behemoth they have such a presence and i love that theatric i i, I love that aspect of it so i always kind of find try and find ways of like how i can implement that for myself um but when it comes to these things you can't half ass it you can't just go oh, i'm going to do a little bit of that no you either go full yeah. in or you don't because if you don't if you don't it's going
1: it yeah, to it's not going to fall through it's not going to
0: No. So I had to go, I had to go all in on it. No pun intended. Um, But yeah. and and, and, and One of the things that you always know when you do something is that it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but the thing is you have to be content with it and you have to live with it and you have to be convinced of it because if you're not convinced of it, it's not going to work regardless of what you try. And this is where I shine. This is what I do good. And this is why I feel comfortable, and that's also a very important thing. You gotta feel comfortable in the roles that you're playing, because if I try something that I'm not comfortable in, which happened in WWE, which was the whole thing with being, you know, me and KO, because that I wasn't comfortable with that at all. Um, you know, it's 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 just not gonna it's not gonna translate. It's not gonna work. And this does. This feels right. And again, with the way we did everything last night, the reaction was great. The um, the aftermath is great. The aftermath is still going. And uh, I mean, it's the, it's almost the first thing that you guys are asking about clearly and and, and rightfully so. So, like, Thank you know, you. I mean, so it causes it causes a ripple. And, and again, that's that's what you want. You want that ripple and good or bad. You want people talking about it because that's that's what you're doing it for. You right. want the reaction of people to think you want people to talk. You're going to get people that don't like it. You're going to people that like it. That's it. And the majority right now is that pretty much everyone likes it.
2: Yeah, uh, how do you not bring it up first? You you knocked out Cody Rhodes in like six minutes. You mm-hmm. waltzed over, didn't even mm-hmm. do it, just put the foot on there. I mean, just total dominance, man. I mean, mm-hmm. what a visual. I mean, how do you not address it first year? Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Um,
2: yeah. you brought up you mentioned his name as uh somebody else in the same kind of cut kind of cloth, and that was Bray Wyatt just a second ago. I, mm-hmm. I just while you're here, like what do you think of the fact this guy is off the chain now and, and out there
0: available? Um you know, like I was very I think I think I speak for everyone when I say that we were all very, very surprised. Like, obviously, I don't know the reasons why and the reasons for that is also not for me to know, you know, that's sure. between them and the company. Um, all I can say is that Bray is a phenomenal talent. I think there's no question about it. Everyone thinks that he's a phenomenal creative guy. Funny enough, in our in our conversations, a lot of times there's a lot of cross-reference the way him and I think about subliminal messaging and like right. building characters and like where we get our inspirations from. And it's interesting to, to you know, to, 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 to hear him talk about his characters and like, you know, a lot of times we were always kind of like, what would we do if it was just you and me? How would we plan? You know, we do a little bit of fantasy booking here and there. And um, you know, he's, he's a, he's a Wyndham for as much as I know him has always been a stand up guy uh, since the first time I met him. Uh, he's also been there for me when I, uh, you know, I want to ask him a few things, because obviously at the time he was uh, he was in the company for a very, very long time. And he went through similar similar like processes that I had to go through. And, um, you know, and one of the things that he always told me and he always did is like, you know, fight, just fight for what you want to do. And I did. And uh, he did, too. But, you know, at the end, it's not up to us. And in the end, it's going to be someone else's decision, no matter how hard you fight. But. I agree with the sentiment, like, you know, and I said this on a bunch of a bunch of times, you want to die in your own sword. So at least you want to know that you tried everything. And even if you if it doesn't go the way you, you want it to go, at least you tried. At least you try to convince, you try to convey, you try to talk, you try to present, you know. Um, no matter how many times you get shut down, or no matter how many times, you know, they try to like change it or present it in a way that it you know doesn't work for you anymore you try and that's one of the things that he really instilled in me was like try you gotta try keep trying keep fighting keep talking so you know
2: yeah cool man um how is it on uh working creatively with tony khan great yeah
0: absolutely great Yeah. yeah he is a very enthusiastic uh very spontaneous individual um has has an incredible amount of love for what he does has an incredible amount of love for his locker room um, always available uh, I briefly spoke to him today and um, you know just like you know he thanked me for for what we did and I thought that was really cool and I like, I kind of texted it back saying like oh well you beat me to it because I wanted to talk to you as well today but you know I appreciate it and um, it's 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 very different you know, having some working for someone as like, you know, uh, you know, Mr. McMahon or working for someone as like Tony, it's just, you know, they're they're literally 180. Uh, They're literally two different, like extremely different, different people. Um, I think a lot of that also obviously has to do with where he comes from and, you know, uh, how he is as a a person and like how young he is, you know, definitely a different perspective on society, different, different different mentality. Um, And that's okay. You know, that's 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 great. Uh, It works for me. It works very, very well for me. I have nothing but good things to say about him. Um, He's been fair. He's been uh, he's been blunt with me, which I've said on many occasions. I appreciate people being completely upfront with me and honest with me, Um, even when it's not in my favor. You know, I, I prefer people just telling me, you know, Tom, I'm not feeling this. All right, cool. At least you let me know versus, oh, okay, yeah, maybe. You know what i mean just yeah. tell me yes or no and uh, he's 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 very good at that and um i appreciate that very much and uh i think i think aw is making really cool waves it's a it's it's a great company to be a part of and i think i came in at the right time and uh like i said like i said in the beginning of the conversation i don't see myself going back to wb and it's right. not out of spite that's just because i feel this is a right move for me. This is a better position for me. And um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I have one
2: last question, Sean, and then okay. you, you can take this okay. wherever you want. And it's my last like AEW question. I'll ask you the elephant <laughs> room question. How do you feel about the rumors that CM Punk
0: could be AEW bound? What do you, what do you think of those reports? So obviously there's like multiple angles to that. Number one, I genuinely, genuinely do not know if it's true. I genuinely don't. I don't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't heard anyone uh, mention it. I mean, there's, obviously, there's a buzz on you can in, in, in the locker room, of course. Um, I think it'd be great. I think it really proves that the times have changed. I think it'd be a validation of how different everything is and how, um, yeah, how 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 yeah, like I said, like how it's changed, how 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 different yeah. the business is now, and. You know, I don't. I don't play the us versus them cards. I just don't. I. I want everybody to be successful. I want all my friends in WWE to be able to, you know, provide for their families. I want all my friends and colleagues in AWP to be able to provide for their families. And you know, um, that's what I care about. And if someone is like, you know, CM Punk goes over to AW, that's great for business. That's good for. That's good for all of us. You know, because it it it, it gives the fans something to work with. It gives. Um, it gives people perspective. It makes people give that mentality of like, okay, here we go. You know? And like, it puts, it puts fresh, a uh, fresh wind in everyone's sails. And I think for exactly. me as, as a competitor, as, as a wrestler, someone who generally cares about wrestling and, and, and the state of the business, I think that is what's important. And I, 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 you know, deep down, I, I hope it's true. I think that'd be very, very cool to see and very cool to see what, how the, how the world of professional wrestling will react to it. Yeah. Uh, it's fan base react to it. Um, yeah, so like you know, exciting times. You know, what I mean, very, very exciting times.
2: Yeah, yeah. Daniel Bryan there in the wings as well. I didn't even bring that up, yeah. you know,
0: but like same I mean, thing, same thing, exact yeah. same thing, exact yeah. same thing. And 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 the thing is, I can, I can see someone as Daniel uh, pulling the trigger on that because he's so you know, again, he's someone who has a great love for for, for, for wrestling and um, always wants to try different things and always you know has a different perspective on stuff and. You know, sometimes it's just fun to think about the possibilities. And um, for me, this was, you know, obviously by my release, like the possibilities became different. So I can only imagine how, you know, his brain might work. I can only guess at it. You know what I mean? So um, I hope so, man. I, th- I, I can I can see him definitely, definitely show. But again, I don't know. I Are really you? don't know.
2: Sean, you getting nostalgic right now for like the heyday of the, like the Monday Night Wars? I mean, it sounds like, you know, great. no,
1: no. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I I don't
0: think you can compare the two. I think we live, man. we live in yeah. such different days. Like, you know, people love uh, to do that,
1: man. It's just I play, I not I even it. the I, same. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think I think one of the biggest differences, obviously, you know, we live uh, clearly we live in a different, different day and age. And like now there is like 5000 TV channels, there is YouTube, there's streaming services. There is there is something for every individual in the world. Right. There is something yeah. that people can watch. And maybe 20, 25 years ago, when people were like, and I'm saying something silly, people like five things. And one of those things was wrestling. Nowadays, because there's so many options available and people can explore what they like much more, now people like 20 things, and wrestling yeah. is kind of like on you know on 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 on, on a back burner more. And uh, and I think that's why it's such you know like I don't think you can call it a throwback to you know what 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 guys like Sean went through in terms of like the Monday Night Wars, but is it an interesting is it an interesting tidbit for the
1: business? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I think it's I think absolutely. it's every I think it's every bit as yeah. you know uh, exciting for me yeah. anyways to watch from that kind of like you know I'm not in the middle of it now so like watching yeah. from the yeah. outside a little bit more you know yeah. I, absolutely man, like I I saw this comment a couple years ago like and mm-hmm. and I'm not the only one but like you know and people are going oh it's gonna be a boom I'm just like look it's just different man it's not yeah. you know necessarily gonna be. Record breaking TV ratings is just mm. the help the business is getting healthier.
0: T V is also a different entity nowadays, man. Like yeah. like TV is like and for and for the reasons I just mentioned, T V is not what TV was twenty five years ago. It's still a very strong medium. It's it's a, it's yeah. an established medium, but it's a very different medium. You know, like everything gets different ratings nowadays. And again, there's so much available for people. Um there is there's a lot more than just like, you know, you know, you know, like as, as professional wrestling, there's much more available nowadays. Um, many different shows. Um, I, for instance, like I don't really watch TV. I I, I use YouTube for the most part because right. I like the fact that I can customly watch what I like watching. Um, and 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 television provides me with a a with I wouldn't say limited but somewhat selective options of what I can and cannot watch. And YouTube doesn't have that or other like streaming platforms don't have that. And I can watch stuff on demand versus watching a program, knowing that at eight o'clock, this is going to appear. Uh, I think we live in a, in a, in a, in a very in demand kind of um, right. society where people want to watch stuff. Now they want to see things right this second. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also a big changer. That's, that's a big difference for uh, ratings and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Tommy, I, you, um, you were out here in my neck of the woods, man. PWG, it, it was cool to see you and, uh, you and Brody oh, King. Fun. Yep, and I
0: Brody love King Brody. I... He's my boy. That's my hey, boy. I, that I love that guy. Oh, he's great. He's a lovely human being. He's a he's a, he's also a genuine bad motherfucker. If I can say that word, he's sure. he's one of those dudes that you generally don't want to. I'm I'm glad I'm on his good side. He's a, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a no bullshit kind of human being. Very cut dry. Cut to the chase. Uh, yeah. but also if, if you're, if you're in his inner circle, one of the nicest guys she'll ever meet, he's a, he most take care of him. one of the most yep.
1: respectful people I've ever yeah. met in the industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was a man of his from, from the first time I, I saw him at yep. championship yep. Wrestling yep. from Hollywood. But the, yep. the one crazy thing though, he used to wear these crazy trunks, man. They had like a zebra stripe pattern. I'm yeah. Like, yeah dude. I remember. And I'm like, no man, like you're, <laughs> you're crazy. Like your crazy outfit is your tattoos and your body, dude. Mm. You know, yeah, but anyways, yeah, man. big That's-
0: human being as well, like stupendously large. He's yeah. so just so thick, you know. Such a chest to back <laughs> ratio, like ridiculous. Um, yeah, the PWG thing was 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 really cool. Um, I always have a lot of love for PWG. Um, you know i always always liked working with them i think their fan base is absolutely incredible i think i think a lot of things man so-called fans are so cool yeah very 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 excited and like very very enthusiastic very genuine and i think that company has a lot of really genuine like buzz to it and it's
1: yeah.
0: again it's a ring it's a bar or it's, it's a venue here we go and it's, it's 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 gritty and it's beautiful i love it it takes me oh, yeah. right back to the roots of what all of this started
1: how much of that type of stuff do you think you're gonna be doing? Like, you know, appearances outside AEW? Um, I try to keep them
0: um special.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I try to not like venture out too much. Um, also just because of my body and uh, also because, you know, I have to think of that like, you know, the 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 from a business point of view, the number one breadwinner winner for me is AW. So I don't wanna do anything that jeopardizes that uh that puts me in a bad disposition with you know with aw so um i'll try to minimize it between once a month once every two months to kind of like do a booking or a signing you know what i mean um keeps it fresh keeps it special uh
1: keeps it um keeps it exciting and um yeah I think, I think it's cool. So. I think it's cool, like, the way they have mm-hmm. things structured there. Like, you can be, be an actual real independent contractor and go out and, you know, yep. do that type of stuff. Yep. Um, I just, I, I'm concerned with, uh, you know, like, the the main AEW players going and doing a, a show and getting hurt, man. Like, yep. like the first time that happens, sure. I think they might start rethinking how. Oh,
0: Maybe. Yeah. I I don't know that's not maybe really, like yeah I don't
1: know why well, I, I mean I mean it <laughs> might
0: it might it might very well be me you never know but uh, you know I, I don't want to but that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying you know what I mean like yeah. I, I don't want to put myself in the position exactly. of um you know jeopardizing that. or you know I like the last thing I would want to do is to tell uh, Tony hey, Tony so I can't come to TV because uh, you know I sprained my ankle at, at you know what I mean so but you know y- 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 there's a way to work. There's a way to do what you do. You know That's what I right. mean? And it's and, and, and but and at the same time, you're never 100% foolproof. You're just not, you know, because like, let, let, let's face it, the most horrendous injuries that we've all had never happened on cool things. There is this weird never. unwritten rule in wrestling that, I mean, do you, do you remember how, that, that like I, I, I shattered my, my right testicle in seven pieces in Las Vegas. Do you, do, do you remember that injury that I had against Tommaso? Oh my God. That's I why I was out. I didn't know right, that. So, like, I
1: didn't know the okay.
0: details. <laughs> so, so okay. So this is the thing, right? So this is the thing. Me and Tommaso are in this in this in this feud. And this is the reason why you know I wasn't on TV for three months. We were supposed to get into an angle between me, Johnny, and 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 Tommaso. It was gonna be a, a takeover match. And it was okay. already announced. And okay. then a week later we went on the road, and me and Tommaso, he just won the belt for me. Um we were on the road, we we're in Las Vegas, and we had this thing where I jumped in the top up and he came running and he crutches me and he came in with so much force that as I'm going down you know his his head collides with my with my with my netter region and because of that flinch I couldn't catch myself from falling on the post so I hit the post full speed and it shattered my testicle into seven pieces and I fell in the ring and I remember telling Eddie Eddie rang out there our referees like Ed can you give me a second? I just got hit in the nuts, and I just think at this point, you know, you are just hit in the nuts, knocks the wind out of you, sucks, put me put me in a hole so I can work and kind of like recover a little bit. Uh, I wrestled the full twenty two minutes, my entire comeback, outside dives, everything, the whole whole shabazz. Cut a promo after the match. I come back and I just knew something was wrong. I just freaking collapse. Boom! I fall down. I'm crawling on the floor. I'm in agony. At this point, my Down there was swollen to just it it was protruding through my trunks. So I had to grab a towel and everything. And I tell Scott at the time, and Scotty was not super pleased with my promo. (laughs) So he's like, Tom, I'm going to tell you. I'm like, Scott, I am terribly sorry. Something happened in the ring. I think I need to go to a hospital. And then I get half picked up and they bring me to my locker, to the locker room. As I'm like going to locker, I collapse again and everybody kind of started laughing because they thought I was joking. Uh And then Chris Hero looks at me, he's like, you're not okay are you like no I think something happened and then I explain what happened he's like no we got to take you to hospital and shout out to Chris by the way who took me put me in the ambulance or the ambulance in the car with uh, with Christian the NXT doctor they drove me to the Las Vegas hospital and they um, I had to wait quite quite a while for me to like you know uh, to actually get surgery I think it took like six seven hours before I actually got to the fact that I got surgery, and uh-huh. they took this, like they did the scan on me and all this stuff, and they said, "Like, well, we can do two things. <laughs> um, we can, um, we can, we can cut you open, and we can take everything out, and we'll put something artificial in there, uh, and yeah. you'll be good. We, you'll be good in a week. But your blood vessel is intact. We can repair it, but it's going to take three months." I said, "I'll take the three months."
1: Uh, see, that was my next question. Was like, put it hey, back you together. Back and, like put uh, it back together. I, was, yeah, you know, like there's a story like Owen Hart. You know, the Owen Hart story, like he got, he lost one of his balls from a fucking like lead Yeah, dog? I, I've, yes, I have heard of it, yeah.
0: yes, 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 so, yeah, no, I, I, I just okay. said, like, no, I'll take it three months, I, I, I they're very dear to me, so <laughs> 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 put it, put it back together and, uh,
1: still I'm um, no. using them,
0: Well, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, um, uh, yeah, it was a very, very interesting time in my life, but that was the reason why I was out for, and that's when I came back against, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano with, I think it was oh, war games. Um, yeah, very, uh, very gnarly. That was probably my worst injury, uh, up to date, knock on wood. Oh, but yeah. God. So like I said, nothing ever, no injury in wrestling ever happens on like something very, very cool or, oh, you know, stupid. and yeah. and, and, then, and then obviously there's a lot, lot of people that have had very tragic incidents on certain, certain things, you know, um, but for the majority of the party, it's like you know, you 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 um, you walk up the steps and you kind of take a misstep and your back blows out or something, or like a disc slips or something. You take a hip toss and you go, oh, something went wrong, right, right there. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've heard more stories like that than like people saying, you know, I tried this crazy top rope move and lo the hold, I broke. You know. Yeah. um and, but they're out there but for the most part i think there's like some weird written rule in wrestling that you can only get injured on on the silliest of things and i i've definitely been part of that uh that part of that process
1: yeah usually routine shit man that's when it yeah. does it um yeah. but it's amazing to me how you know <laughs> we could get hurt like that and still push through like when i tore my asshole like i finished the match you know yeah, i, I did, broke yeah. my I broke my neck bottons. i've Actually, yeah, the, third, the, the second time I did but I finished the match for the first yeah, time. Yeah, you know, so, and it worked for a couple weeks. But like, it's amazing, man, because like you pushed you push through, and then like obviously it was, make, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was enough
0: to make. Yeah, yeah, just a different threshold of pain. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I don't know why, but it's. I don't know. I think we're so used to getting hit that just like that's just another hit. If that makes yeah. sense.
2: Yeah, uh, I was I was ringside when Sean tores asshole the first time, and hmm. first I time. really. The first time, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I really thought that that was like the most painful wrestling injury I, I ever heard. And then I just heard yours, and I That's think that you, I think you win. My testicle got. Busted. I don't know.
0: I don't know, man. Like this, like the thing is, like there's so many nerve endings around the area where, uh, like, uh, you know, Sean so had his cool. had his injury. Like there's. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's, there, it's, there's just not a good conversation here. It's, it's
1: just a good way to end the interview.
2: I saying, no better way to end a wrestling interview than talking about balls and butts. I think
1: that's like, you know. Balls and
0: butts, there we go. That should be the title of this, uh, this uh, thing as well. Malik, yeah, I black balls and butts. There we go. <laughs>
1: Yo, you've given us a ton of your time today, Tommy. I really yeah. appreciate. I
0: appreciate it, you man. guys having me, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, uh, no it's 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 fun having these conversations. That it feels like you just talking to some friends. And yeah. hopefully you say don't you don't say anything stupid. I'm sure I've said plenty of stupid things, but um, yeah, no, thank you guys very much for having me. This is a very, very, very fun conversation, and yeah, I appreciate man. you both. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, Bye. my my best to Thea and. Uh, And um, man, I hope to see you soon, Tommy.
0: I hope to see you soon too, man. Appreciate you.
2: Welcome back to the game show portion of pro wrestling for life. It is me, your weekly game show host here of pro wrestling for life. It is Nick Hausman and coming to the show right now. uh, The man who each week goes head to head with one of the loyal pro wrestling for life patrons. It is of course, Sean X-Pac Waltman two time Hall of Famer Sean welcome back uh, to What's the game welcome back to the game
0: show
1: thanks you're welcome yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you look like you're you look like you're in your soundproof booth or something like that with your headphones right now I am. oh yeah oh yeah of course you? yeah yeah very expensive soundproof booth that we've got here um so Sean you're going to be going head to head today with a returning contestant he is currently 1 and 0 against you he's looking to go 2 and 0 today it is Brian Mullaney. Brian welcome back to pro wrestling for life you know they say that uh birthdays only come once a year but it's uh twice a year that i get to beat a two time wwe hall of famer oh, okay all right so trash talking here up top from brian okay got it wonderful all
1: <laughs> right well we'll see hey, if- did you fucking practice that in the mirror 20 times before this <laughs> tough guy <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple lines ready to go. All right. Okay. All right. Well, a couple hey. Lines of the shoot. Not all right. All right. All right. Not all all right.
2: bad at all, Brian. A pro- promo game. I'll give it six out of ten. Um, so we have uh, a very special game here today uh, for you and uh, for Brian and Sean. Now, uh, I'm calling this game this week, In Time, We'll All Be Superstars. So uh, one of the big uh, stories of this past week was, of course, the release of 13 WWE NXT Superstars. So what I thought I'd do here today is I prepared 13 questions. One question about each superstar or talent that was released this past week by WWE NXT. I'm going to ask Sean and Brian back and forth the questions. They're all multiple choice. So you don't need to know anything off the top of your head. You can take a random guess if you like. At the end of this, whoever has the most questions right is going to be our winner here today. Uh, to decide who goes first here today, um, we are going to have an NXT-related question. So today is Tuesday August 10th, 2021, when we were recording this game show. So as of today, Tuesday, August twenty August 10th, it is Wade Barrett's birthday. To decide who's gonna go first, we're gonna see who can guess closer without going over how old Wade Barrett is. Uh, I'll defer to you first, Brian. Brian, how old do you think Wade Barrett is today? Ooh, I'm gonna to say a strong 43. 43. All right, Sean, how do you how old do you think Wade Barrett is here today? Thirty-nine. Wow, Sean actually wins. Wade Barrett turned forty-one today. What you were over, Brian? Sean was the closest without going over. So- right rules. Congratulations, Sean! You get to go first here today.
1: Yep.
2: Okay, Thank you. you're welcome. Such night <laughs> from the defending Sean Waltman. All right. First question: Which superstar did Leon Ruff tag with in the twenty twenty-one Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic? Was it Damian Priest, Tyler Rust, or Kushida? sean priest it was not damian priest i'm sorry the answer was kushida kushida is the man that tagged with leon Ruff. back to you now brian which fellow former wwe right. superstar is credited with training giant zangir is it sean davari the great kali or armando alejandro estrada I'm going to go Great Khali. You are correct. The The giant Zangir was, in fact, credited with being trained by the Great Khali. So, one to nothing here. Sean, back to you. In, a 2018, or in 2018, a new vignette aired for Kona Reeves in NXT, advertising him with what moniker? Was it the fastest Kona Reeves, the finest Kona Reeves, or the trash man Kona Reeves? Is this for me? For you. Yes. Was it the fastest? Finest. The finest. It was the finest Kona Reeves. That is correct. Knew that one pretty quickly there. All right. So we are one to one here. Back to you, Brian. Uh, Zacharias Smith played for what notable basketball team before joining the WWE? Was it the Washington Generals, the Harlem Globetrotters, or the Chicago Bulls? I'm going to say the Harlem Globetrotters. That is not correct. I'm sorry. The correct answer was the Washington uh, Generals. Believe it or not, yeah, Zechariah Smith played. They're Brown. not uh, even a real fucking team. <laughs> I said notable basketball team. I didn't say legitimate NBA team. I notable. They're a notable basketball team. They and they, they are, are enhancement are. talent. It's true. All right. Well, we are <laughs> what a piece here, Sean. A chance for you to take the lead. In a uh and now former uh now former WWE NXT referee Stephen Smith in his final tweet before being released he either A praised the new Suicide Squad movie B congratulated Gable Stevenson for his gold medal win or C trashed the Alexa Bliss Lily Angle from Raw which of those 3 things do you think was the last tweet Stephen Smith had before being released as an NXT ref Sean
1: uh, Gable Steveson. It was
2: Gable Stevenson. That is correct. Yes. He had a nice tweet there. Gable Steveson won the gold medal. That puts Sean up two to one. All right. Uh, Brian, what fast food chain does Ari Sterling have an outspoken love for? Is it Burger King, Taco Bell, or Bojangles?
0: Got to be Bojangles, It right? is
2: not Bojangles. Come on, man. Alex Zane. Oh! The, the sauce, Alex Zane? It's Taco Bell, bro.
0: Oh no!
2: Yeah. Oh my God. This is not going well. No, it is tacoing well. That is right. That is correct. You're yeah. so pathetic, Brian. <laughs> Come on! Oh my oh, God. God. I'm upset about that one. Okay, Sean. Oh, wow, this is this is bringing <laughs> back I mean, the bring past me back to childhood. Serious
1: competition. Jesus. The
2: toss. <laughs>
1: All right, back to you,
2: Sean. Which pro wrestler and recent AEW competitor did Asher Hale? hold the Evolve Tag Team Championships with? J.D. Drake, not Ryan Nimeth, or Daniel Garcia?
1: Daniel Garcia?
2: It is not. It was J.D. Drake. I'm very I'm sorry about that. Up. Didn't have... I'm sorry. It's still up two to one. We'll see if he can come back. Brian, Uh, which NXT faction was Tyler Rust a part of when he was released by WWE? Hit Row wreck Diamond Mine, baby. At Don't one. even need the options. Okay, two to two flat straight up. Two to two. Back to Sean. You are correct, by the way. It was diamond line. Um, how many times did Desmond Troy qualify for the NCAA championships as an amateur wrestler? Two, three, or four times, Sean. Three. It was three. That is correct. He is up three he's to a two. Hell of a
1: fucking wrestler. Yeah. I, I have a lot. I he's gonna if he wants to keep doing this, he'll he will he will make it somewhere. That guy's very talented. Okay, all right, he's- nice. All
2: right, all right, a little put over here in the game show. Brian, uh, over to you. It is three to two right now. On which reality TV show was Jake Atlas offered his WWE contract? Was it Tough Enough, The Challenge, or Undercover Boss? Tough Enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was actually Undercover Boss, a fantastic episode if you've never seen Uh. it. Stephanie McMahon. Oh, the most. Steph McMahon. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Damn. Jake Atlas. He comes out as being gay and a wrestler, and they sign him, and he's the first gay wrestler. And right. whole- damn. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, Sean's still up three to two. Hey, Sean, what was the ring name of Mercedes Martinez when she was briefly part of Retribution? Was it Reckoning, R three, or Retaliation?
1: Um. Retaliation?
2: It was retaliation. Yes, reckoning was Mia Yim. Four, oh damn. Four to two, right. Brian. I, I I hate to I hate to break it to you. I have two more questions. One right. about Bronson Reed, the other about uh, uh the other about Bobby Fish, but the game is over. Uh you have lost. Sean Waltman has beaten yeah. today.
1: Suck it, wow. Brian! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sean is what? Wow. Now go lick your wounds and come back some other time down the road. (laughs) Once you're healed up, mother. Rubber match, man. (laughs) All right.
2: We'll have you back, Brian, real quick. Where can people go follow you on social media? What is your Twitter handle and all uh, all of that? So uh, Twitter handle, uh, only place you can find me at Bacon Treasury. And uh, just a real quick shout out to my boys, Jersey J, Josh Johnson, Brian Wookich, and Dr. Dummy Jake Figner.
1: Cool. Thank you, Brian. You've been wonderful.
2: That's my click, Sean. That's my Uh click.
1: (laughs) Later, guys. All right, everyone. That's it for this edition of Pro Wrestling for Life. Thank you to Malachi Black, Brian Mulraney, coming out and getting his ass whipped by me. Um, Come back again sometime. Let your wounds heal up. Um, Anybody else I'm forgetting next no, you're not. And uh, I
2: did meant to, meant to mention this up top. I'll mention it here in the back part. Uh, we have a brand-new watch-along available over on the Pro Wrestling for Life Patreon. Uh, we welcome Roy Lucier to the Patreon for the first time. He's the guy who uh, went out and has this huge archive of uh, hard-to-find tapes and VHSs of old matches. And uh, this- call him a curator. A curator, yes. And we have 123Kid uh, of Jerry Lynn versus Pat Tanaka and Bulldog Punish KT from 1992 UWF. and Gorkin uh, Hall. Gorkin Hall. And it's a really, really fun watch. And it was great having Roy there to, to watch along with us. So if you like this show, you're looking for even more for Wrestling for Life content, go join our Patreon right now. And you go check out that watch a lot.
1: Yeah, you know, more, more of that type of stuff is coming. You know, there's a lot, a lot of that stuff we're going to, you know, do watch along with.
2: Yes, yes, we have lots of content to get to. I'm at Nick underscore houseman over on Twitter. Come out to replay Lincoln Park this Friday night, AEW Rampage. We're going we to have a big party. Anything else, Sean? Nope. All
1: See
2: you right. guys next week. Bye, everybody.